Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the Fast Break Podcast. I am Sean Anderson. Alongside me is Ricky Weber. Hey, on YouTube, they can now see yeah, our beautiful faces. Yeah, if you're on SoundCloud, I'm sorry, but if you're on YouTube, hi. If you're on SoundCloud, maybe you should check out the video. Yeah, we are uh, doing a video <laughs> podcast for the NBA Draft Lottery. It happened last night, and conspiracies are you know swirling there's around. There's always conspiracies. Nothing, there's always them. Nothing happened in the draft, but of course, everyone's <laughs> talking that there's a conspiracy about it. Every single thing fell into place. It basically went chalk. The worst team got the number, the first pick. The I guess you would call the Bulls the best team in this situation mm-hmm. for the lottery. They got the worst pick. So well, I mean, for for Bulls fans, it was easy. Like if you were just watching as a Bulls fan, you could have turned it off. What a half hour in. Not a half hour, 15 minutes in, because it was a half hour presentation. Well, yeah, they did because like 15 soon, minutes talking to Jay Billis, and then they interviewed Brandon soon, Ingram and Buddy Heald. And as soon as they did the, and with the 14th pick, you knew it was either going to be the Bulls and you can turn it off, or, oh, it's not the Bulls, I got to hang around to see if we got a top three, like what top three pick we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, looking at this, you're super pissed off at me, and you're you're or you're pissed off in general after this happened. You're like, the lottery sucks. There's no point. I, no, and then I brought up, I wasn't no, no team moved. I wasn't pissed. I was in our text group that we have with me, you, and Dave. It's hard to convey like sarcasm over text messages, That's but funny. i I thought to the I thought this comment to myself yesterday as I was going to. Subway for lunch. I'm walking in the subway and I'm thinking about the draft lottery and I'm going, why do we even have a draft lottery? What do you have for dinner? Why, why does it matter that why, you're going to Subway? Why, why did we, like, we why did we by have, Subway now? No, I, I wish. Subway, if you're out there, I mean, we'll have you sponsor the fast break. But no, the, the thing is, I'm like, why do we even have a draft lottery? You don't see a draft lottery in football. You don't see one in baseball, hockey, and basketball. The two sports to have a draft lottery, and you can't like, even call the, the the hockey one a, a true draft lottery. It's, though. But here's the point that I was then making in my head, mm-hmm. and then I thought to myself, "Oh, that's why we don't have a draft lottery in baseball because if you become the number one pick, unless you're Steven Strasburg, unless you're Chris Bryant, the second overall pick, you're going to sit in the minors for a year or two. Look at." Like with the White Sox, Carson Fulmer, he's going to sit in the minors for at least a year before coming up. In football, you can get the number one pick like Cleveland has gotten a few times, draft a quarterback, but that one player doesn't change the game immediately from stepping in. Hockey and basketball are the only two sports to where you can draft someone number one in basketball more so than hockey, but hockey it's a little bit there. You could draft a guy like Patrick Kane at number one in hockey and increase your win total just by having him on the squad. In basketball, you can draft LeBron James at number one 
and you can go to the playoffs just with one player. That's why we have a draft lottery. I mean, I see what you're saying, but you're, that also works in football. I mean, I think I think it's a stupid process and just give the team with the worst record, the worst, you know, the worst pick, or the best pick, and just mm-hmm. you know have them rebuild. I mean, you can't really say they earned it, but they did also earn it just by being well, the worst team in and, basketball. But and plus, you got to go with tanking. But that also goes to the point that I just made is the reason why it's easier to tank for basketball is because that one player can greatly increase your chances of going to the playoffs more so than like a football or a baseball. Now, you're talking about the draft lottery. Should they change up the draft lottery the way it works? Because what they do is they actually have the actual lottery 30 mm-hmm. to 60 minutes before the actual what we see. Yeah. So then, and, and the players are the, the, the represent, representatives. Yeah. There we go. The 14 uh, from each they, team. They know what's happening, so they, they're not going to be shocked on what happens. So, you know. Should they change it up where it is a live thing? Should they mm-hmm. change it up where you know there yeah. is no draft lottery? No, like I, what, what 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 would be the best plan of think, action? Because now we know now we're seeing all these conspiracy theories, especially with Dikembe Mutombo's tweet what, congratulating the 76ers on the number one overall pick before it even happened. I think what the league needs to do is it kind of goes to the um, conversation that I was listening to yesterday when I was watching my sports talk throughout the entire day. That's all Ricky listens to and watches is sports talk. I live and breathe and bleed sports, but it's just one of those things where we have a transparency right now with the referees in basketball where, you know what, after the game we're going to have, what is it called, the two-minute report where these are all the bad calls that we had and we're a transparent league and blah, 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 blah. Well, if we're a transparent league, why not either have the lottery process broadcasted live so everyone can see it. If you're doing nothing wrong, there shouldn't be a problem there. Or have it to where, okay, the draft lottery happens. We still want to keep it to that half-hour schedule. But after the lottery happens, okay, here's what went on behind the scenes if you're inclined to watch it. Yeah, and I mean, even with even with that, even in the 1985 one, the first ever one, I mean, Stern did do it in front of a camera. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was live or not because I wasn't around in 1985. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, there's there's conspiracies about that one where the Knicks got the number one pick and, and Ewing was, was Ewing, number one pick yeah. because the, you know, the, uh, the envelope was slightly bent. So Stern felt around just for that to give New York the number one pick overall. I mean, looking at the lottery, what team really got screwed the most, would you say? I mean, because the Lakers still have their pick. The 76ers still tanked for a reason. They still got the number one pick. I mean, did, was was any team screwed? We'll probably put it that um, way. It's hard to say that a team was screwed because they basically knew is, what they're going to get. This yeah. is the order. Like, if we didn't have a lottery, this is the pick you would have gotten. I think if I had to go with a team that got screwed— It'd be the Bulls, but it has nothing to do on what happened in the draft lottery. It had enough to do on what the Kings did all season. Because as I'm watching the draft lottery, I'm thinking, okay, I I don't care who's number one anymore because Sixers or Lakers are going to get it. I was more on the Lakers side of things, but I was really focused on that King pick. I'm like, oh, fall to 11. Just fall to 11 for me just so the Bulls could have 11 and 14. And before the draft lottery, don't even get me started on Ricky tinfoil hat time where I'm like, dude, what if the Bulls got a top three pick and the King pick magically fell to 11 and we got a top three pick and the 11th pick? 
because their pick was only protected for the top 10. That's the thing I was worried about. You should go outside on. more often. I should. You should go I outside should. more often. Did I really think that was going to happen? No, but that's some of the thoughts that pop in. Possibilities always pop into my head. But, yeah, I, I don't think a team necessarily got screwed unless you're in the mindset of the Lakers got screwed because they didn't get the number one pick. They didn't get a chance at X player. And the reason why I say X player is we still don't know whether the Sixers, there are three possibilities the Sixers could go at number one. There's two. They could take There's Ingram, two. they could take Simmons, or they could trade the pick. Because the reason, the thing I'm thinking is you've got all these assets already. You've been drafting players left and right, and it hasn't been working. You need to bring some kind of a veteran in. They could trade the pick. Now, do I see it happening? Probably who, not. Who would they go out and get with the number one overall pick? Who who are they going to fit? Because I mean, if you look at the stars, oh, out for there, them, if for, you, yeah, if, for them it does it makes no sense. But the exactly. the guy I have in mind would be like I could see the Lakers trading the number two pick for him. That's Boogie Cousins. Yeah, all right, well, yeah, but I mean, with the with the Sixers, the Sixers they have Okafor and well. yeah, the Sixers don't need Boogie. Yeah, but Boogie's the only one that would garner a one or two possibility type of kind of price from the Kings. The Sixers the Sixers are going Simmons. I think it's I think there's no way they don't go they Simmons. They could go Ingram. I, I think they're going Simmons. We've, yeah, they we've could had go the, Ingram. We've had this discussion before. I think they're going Simmons. I, I think they're going Simmons just because he is, you know, this star name. Because mm-hmm. I know I know Ingram's still getting press attention, but Simmons has been, you know, Harold since he came into the, mm-hmm. the NCAA as the next LeBron James. He's still being talked about in the same vein. I know he is like a power forward, but I mean he's basically a point guard and a power forward body the way he could pass and how athletic he is. I mean, I just I, I look at them. I don't think the the Sixers are going to pass up that opportunity. Not only just from a talent standpoint, but also you know he is a big name already coming into this league. And I mean, when, when your team sucks, you still want names to draw people in. And you know, Ben Simmons is a name that will draw people in. I think the Sixers actually. Gonna, I think the Sixers are going to take that pick. I think they're gonna actually going to go with Simmons. The Lakers, you know, you're conspiracy theories and all this stuff. I mean, you, you're also a huge Colin Cowherd fan. He, you sent, I me, a, I, I you sent like, me a Twitter video well, about you know how they should I trade like, the number two pick. I, just, I, I like Colin's show because the reason I listen to him for that different um, that different input that I wouldn't think of. And like he tweeted out— You mean out, the Fox input? He tweeted out—well, he was with ESPN before that. Yeah, I know, but you're, it's, you're an ESPN guy. Colin, Colin's the same—like, he just because he went over to Fox, he's still that it's same kind of— Input, it's but nah, I know your your jokes usually go right over my head. But he tweeted out right after the draft lottery that confused me was, "Congratulations, Bill Simmons, number two to the Lakers," with a lot of clap emojis. And I'm thinking, isn't Simmons going to go one? Isn't he going to go number one in the draft? Why would the Lakers take him at two? That was the thing that confused me about a tweet that Cowherd sent out right after the lottery happened. Yeah, I know that he thinks that Ingram's going to go number no, one. No, no. You said Bill Simmons? No, Cowherd. Yeah, no, yeah, but Cowherd said you said Bill. Bill I meant Bill Sim- or, uh, Ben Simmons. No, because I think I think he's talking about Bill Simmons because Bill Simmons has a son named Ben Simmons. And there's talk that you know, he said whoever wherever Ben Simmons goes, his son's going to be a, a a fan of. And with Bill Simmons being such a big Celtics fan, he hates the Lakers. So now it's like, I think Cowherd's more rooting that Ben Simmons goes to the Lakers. So, you know, Simmons' son roots for the Lakers. 
I think that's what it was. I think that was the talk was about. Are you fucking with me? No, I'm not. Okay. I, I'm being dead serious. Okay. I, I don't think I don't think he's I don't think okay. I, I don't think Coward's doing that. I think Coward's okay. more talking about. But the the next thing he tweeted out was something that I was going to bring up to you. It was the, the in our group chat that we have. I sent it to um you and Dave. And basically Cowherd's point was this, and I wanted to ask your opinion on it because and you guys out there what you think because it kind of sparked me like, oh, I can kind of see that. And he was saying LA's not going to be rebuilding. They're going to trade the pick. And this was two weeks ago. So he's like, if they get the number one pick, they're going to trade it. LA's not going to want to rebuild. He mentioned Pat Riley in Miami doesn't like to rebuild because there's things to do in Miami. There's things to do in LA, different sports teams, eateries, shopping, outdoor eating. You've got the beach, you've got this, you've got that, all to do within these cities. He said you can rebuild in Portland and Sacramento because there's nothing to do. What do you think about this? Because I can see that and go, the Lakers, maybe not because of that standpoint, but just because of the standpoint that they are they are a prestigious franchise. They want to be back at the top. They want to be competing for titles again. They don't want to be at the bottom like the Kings and the Sixers. See, I mean, I, I see where that's coming from, and then I kind of think of you know the '80s when they they traded for uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and then they trade, and then you know they tr- they traded away one of their players, and they got you know three for first round picks, and one of them came into Magic Johnson. So then you know Kareem was in his prime while Magic's just a rookie, and then that so that kind of teamed up there. Into it? Yeah, they lucked into it there, but I'm just, but more like you know, I, I see the idea of bringing a star in, and you know, because it is such a media, you know, a huge media market, you know, the second largest media market, you do want fans coming in and filling that stadium. But I mean, if you have D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle, and Brandon Ingram, I mean, people are going to realize the talent that this team has, and I think you're going to be able to understand that you know this team will be able to go. And I, I also don't know if the Kings actually want to trade Boogie because you know they they got a new coach. Oh, I never said anything about Boogie yet. You you did like did I five minutes ago? You said oh but, you know the Sixers have three possibilities. Oh okay okay. So I, I thought we were talking. And in you this said the only you said the only guy that's going to go to Is Lakers Boogie. will be that's Boogie. Right. So. I mean, I look at the Kings, you know, they, they brought in Jaeger. They might not, I mean, they might be like, all right, Jaeger can work with, you know, Boogie. Why, Dude, why but take if you a have chance, the chance on, at the number two pick, which is either Ingram then or why, Simmons? Then why would the Lakers trade it? Because the Lakers, the, the well, thing that I see is see, the, they, don't, they don't want young talent to develop. They want, boom, we want to be good now. Kobe. They want to be good now. They had Kobe. Kobe, Kobe was, was Kobe was the la- name a young talent player for the Lakers Kobe. that has come uh, since Kobe. There hasn't been because they've That's had it. fucking Kobe. That's they've it. had fucking Kobe. And now they don't. They always had the star. And, and now they don't. Okay. Okay. There's a but side look, of it like, back there's at, a look side at, look of it like you. No, no, wait. Look back before that. They had Shaq. Shaq wasn't, you know, Shaq was still great. but he, Shaq you know, he was a free agent he, signing. Yeah, but though. he still needed someone. He wasn't he, a draft he, pick. Though. Yeah, but Kobe was. <laughs> And then Kobe turned into one of the greatest Lakers of uh, all time. That's like saying uh, they drafted Kobe. I'm not saying Ingram's going to be Kobe, but you still can draft a guy to become the face of your franchise. And they did that before. They did that with fucking Kobe. But the thing that I see the point of what the herd is saying, like there's two sides of it. There's a side that you are on: draft a guy like Simmons, draft a guy like Ingram, make him the face of your franchise, like you did with Kobe being Bryant. But that was a weird way to say that. What, that's Kobe his, Bean Bryant. Yeah, Kobe Bean Bryant. That's his name. His middle name's Bean, man. 
B-E-E-N or B-E-A-N? I don't know. I think it's A-N. But the point I'm trying to make, or there's the other side of trade the pick and bring in a veteran because the point that he made later was, you see this young team that's out there? This is not going to be the same young team that you see day one. Luke Walton's not going to be working with these guys because they're going to trade for a veteran and then use their cap money to bring in more veterans. That's what I say. I mean, you're, you're Los Angeles. You you have such a big you know free agency. You know, you're like we're in LA. You can bring in free agents as you please. Mm-hmm. I mean, you bring in you know a guy like Ingram, and then Al Horford's a free agent, and maybe you bring him in to play the center. I mean, you could tr- attract free agents that way. I think you draft young. I think you keep your draft pick. I think you take Ben or Ben Simmons or Brandon Ingram. It's most likely Brandon Ingram. But you take you know you take Ingram. You pair him up with Russell Clarkson, Russ uh, and Randall, and then you get a guy in free agency like an Al Horford who can be a guy you can rely on when those guys are struggling and when those guys are still developing. I mean, I think I think that the Lakers would be stupid to trade that pick. I don't remember the last time a number one pick was traded. You know, when the team actually had their pick before. You know, mm-hmm. I was saying you know like the Knicks traded it, but it was just because they traded a, a future round pick and then it turned into yeah. the number one pick. I mean, I don't remember the last time. I and mean, this isn't like the NFL. This isn't like, you know, like, like you know, the Titans going to move down because they get can get their guy at 15. I mean, you're you're going to go and out and get Ben Simmons, who can change a franchise, like you said. Well, I mean, usually, this is kind of the reason why they had the lottery. Usually those lottery picks are the ones that become like, okay, boom, that's a guy that can help change our franchise a little bit. I think the best thing for the Lakers, though, is they fucking kept the pick. That was our worst-case scenario, right? They fall to four and lose the pick. You're talking they like keep, you're a Laker fan. They keep the pick. They get to see it. But um, the one thing I did want to bring up with this entire draft lottery was, why are the players there? I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, why? Like, I get it. I get it. Ingram, you want to get, like— and oh, I'm not okay. saying they. I think I'm like saying Devin like, Booker and stuff like that. I'm saying no. I get that. Yeah, okay. I get that. I'd rather watch Jimmy Butler and Devin Booker up there than mm-hmm. fucking Mitch Kupchak, who looks like he's about this close from the grave. Sorry, Mitch. But um, why are people like? I get the ESPN side of it. Of we want to get these guys in the spotlight and create the hype train. Why the fuck are they there? Except for like maybe if Simmons or Ingram. Simmons didn't even show up. Because I can see it from Simmons. I hope this was his point of, it's fucking pointless. They're not drafting me tonight. Well, he didn't go to the combine. He didn't do this. I mean, yeah, I, I, he's also not He's not a, like an outgoing personality. I just saw it where I'm like, why the hell are they there? Like, they're not being drafted I'm, I'm tonight. I'm so sorry, Ricky, it's that just, that hurt your feelings. <laughs> it was just one of those things. Like, why are they even here? Could they be you just using said, their like, time better? Well, you know, you just said, yeah, it, it extends ESPN's time of a half hour for something mm-hmm. you don't need a half hour for. <laughs> and then also— Hey, here's the order. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Then, Have a good night, everybody. Then also Brandon Ingram tweeting out, like, hey, I'm going to be on ESPN tonight. Like, people are going to tune in to see that just because yeah, no, I get, Buddy Heald, you know, he's going to— I get, are, Buddy I Heald's get that side of it, but part of me just goes, it's fucking pointless to have these guys there. Because they're not being drafted this night. And it furthers the kind of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It furthers the just kind of rhetoric that the order is set in the NBA right from the beginning. And there's no discussion like we would see in in NFL where it's like, oh, well, Jalen Ramsey could be the number one pick. And it ends up being like fucking Jared Goff. Whereas this, it's, yeah, we have the discussion of either Ingrams or Simmons 
but that order that we all think is going to happen is probably going well, to happen. The NFL is different because teams usually draft on positional needs. Golf wasn't the best player in the in the NFL draft, but the Rams needed, but the a, Rams quarterback. needed a quarterback. You know, with basketball, yeah, you might you have take a, the best player. Yeah, you might have a guy like Julio Okafor, but if you're going to have a center who might change the game completely, like a Carl Anthony Towns, mm-hmm. then yeah, you might pick him up and put him at your power forward position and compare, you know, pair those two. I mean, with the NBA, you can find ways to to make those teams work. Where with you know the Rams were just a one piece away. I mean, that's that's the thing with the NFL is you know you can trade picks because you can get your guy because you're filling a position where the NBA you're just getting talent and the best talent's always at the cream of the crop. I mean, I, I look at that and I, I see I don't think the Lakers are going to trade just for that reason because you know you can get a guy like Boogie who is already developed and can already bring people to your your mm-hmm. team. But again, you know he doesn't have the best personality. We've seen that before, and also you know with Brandon Ingram you can. Put, putting him him and put him into your system and mold him like the player you want where Boogie is already a player. He's already molded. Where Brandon Ingram still has his untapped potential. I mean, I, I I just think it would be stupid to trade that pick away. I mean, if you're getting Boogie, I'm not going to complain because mm-hmm. you know, DeMarcus Cousins is one of the, one of the best players in the league. But. And the Lakers are the only team I've mentioned this before that could trade because I was just thinking in my head just, okay, the Sixers. If they really did want to trade the pick, what players... Could they at least think about, like, what superstars would they want to go for right now? The Celtics would only go for Boogie. Butler. Well, no, I'm saying the Sixers. Yeah, the Butler. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Boogie and Butler. But if, let's say, the Sixers, let's 2K Ricky take over for a second. If the Sixers were going to go for Butler, the Sixers would need the 14. I would think they'd need the 14 and a future first. Am I right? Maybe 14 this year and the Kings unprotected future first. Do you want to know what's from gonna, next year? Do you want to know what? You can just stop it's talking not about because it it's not going to happen. But it's I'm not going to happen. That's, but this is the fun part of this discussion of what could happen. That's, it's, it's, not, we it's, do, man. it's not going to happen. If a team's going to trade, it's going to be the Celtics at three. I think the Celtics got screwed the most out of this because you didn't get a one or two. So you're they basically. Jamal Murray. Well, no, no. It's basically because now if you look at it, you know. They do need a big man because, you know, I mean, Sollinger's leaving and, you know, Bender. Bender they're going to go for Boogie. They could just no, sign Dwight. No, I'm saying they can draft Bender. So they're either the team that took Bender and fucked up or the team that didn't take Bender and fucked up because Bender's so, like, unknown. He could be either <laughs> Perzingis, who can step in and be great, or he can be, you know, Andre Bargnani oh, man. Could and you be ima- terrible. Could you imagine if he came in and was just as good as Porzingis? He might be. And we you, don't know. And he doesn't said, play in the overseas. And, and, we have no idea. And you said his name wrong. It's not Porzingis. It's Porzingad. You're That's funny. his name. Um, but, I mean, with the Celtics, I don't know if you could say they got screwed. Well, they didn't get screwed. But I'm but, just saying, like, the team, that's, that, team that, that kind of was just, like, the team that probably could have been in a better place. I mean, they, they, it, it, it's hard to say a team mm-hmm. got screwed because no team really got screwed. The one question I do want to ask everyone out there for is... How many of you played at home the game that I love to play during the draft lottery of while they're introducing, like, okay, Jimmy Butler from the Chicago Bulls, from the Suns, you have Devin Booker. How many of you played the same game I did was, okay, based on who they have and the interaction they have at with the draft lottery people, Okay, they're going to get the number one pick because of this. Kind of like the Gilbert, oh, he's going to get the number one pick because he brought his kid. Because he has the kid. Because he has this. Because he has that. I was sitting there going, and the one thing I thought when you had Cat, kind of, he had Flip Saunders, um, and it was his engagement ring. 
and he did this, and they talked to him about it. I'm sitting there going, they're going to give them the number one pick. They're going to give them the number one pick. Like, that's the game I play during the draft lottery. Like, what little things conspiracy-wise can I say? Boom, they've got it because of that. Okay, well, the only thing, the only conspiracy that I, I, I can see you— The one we haven't talked is, about? No, is the is the Laker one, just because Lake, the Lakers are one of the biggest markets in the NBA. That's the only one I'm like, yeah, the Lakers make sense, they'll give it to them. But I, I don't think that— No, the, but the Lakers still I don't got think the, screwed. I don't think the—they didn't get screwed. We just said that. No you, team got screwed. You could say, see, and this is the joke I made on text that I forgot to say, the whole— uh, the the NBA back at it again to screw the you Lakers. You said this on Saturday first too. It's, first at CP3, now it says actually Dave brought it up on yeah, Saturday. True. All right. Well, anyways, is the uh, the final question is the draft lottery rigged? Yes. Is, you think it's rigged? No, it's still nothing has changed my mind because I was beginning to sway over to okay, maybe it's not rigged. Let me ask you this question: If Dikembe Mutombo didn't tweet that, would you still be thinking it's rigged? No. No? No. Okay. It's well, af- thanks to Kemba. After, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not rigged. Maybe Adam Silver is not like his predecessor of David Stern. And then if you haven't, go uh, just type it into Google, uh, Dikembe Mutombo uh, lottery tweet. And at 4.39, when the draft happened at 8 o'clock, Mr. Mutombo, uh, bad move, Mutombo, played your hand. Went ahead and tweeted out, oh, congratulations to the Sixers for, and I quote, grabbing the number one. Okay. Just saying, why Why is he tweeting that out at uh, 439 one, if it hasn't happened yet? One, do you think Dikembe Mutombo actually, you know, hold, you know, uses his actual own Twitter account? Do you think he's actually running his own Twitter account? Or you don't think he has someone running it for him? No, I believe he runs his own Twitter okay. account like so a man. Two, so then, two, you don't think Dikembe Mutombo can make a mistake and screw it up? That's not that. That Three, is something you that think is Dikembe not Mutombo doesn't actually understand the, the NBA draft lottery and just say, I "Oh, think he we have the best spot." So that means we're getting the number one. No, I think. Do he you understands. think that it was an accidental tweet and he was saving it up? Nope. So when the nope. You don't think that? Nope. So I that did, when it because, actually happened, if it actually happened, they had 25% odds of winning Because here's it. the statement that came out from Dikembe. Oh, I tweeted it out to try to create hype for the fans. I'm sorry. No, you don't they do did. that because now we Joel have— Joel Embiid didn't know about it. Now, Joel Embiid did the, the eye-popping emoji. Now we have the conspiracy theory— that it's still rigged. They gave it to the Sixers, even though the Sixers they gave it, it to the tanking. worst team. Yeah, yeah. Wow, they gave it to the worst team, and they didn't tank. They just sucked ass. There's, a different, I, there's a difference between tanking bottom, and sucking ass. The bottom line: the of, Lakers and 76ers sucked ass. The bottom line of this is simple. You gotta go ahead. You gotta that transparency you love to show here. You gotta start showing it over here. That's the bottom line. All right, I can't stand this anymore. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If the draft lottery is rigged, tell us down below. But I do want to mention one thing before we do close this off. Philadelphia fans, I'm sorry because your team sucks at sports. You had the number two overall pick in the NFL draft. You have the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. Your MLB team sucked last year, and I think they were at near the top of the you know the picks up there. Hey, at least they didn't fire their manager. Yeah, I mean, uh, looking at this. You know, Philly, I'm sorry you've been going through a rough time. Hopefully they can fix that. And hopefully, you know, well, the Flyers suck too. I was going to say hopefully the Penguins <laughs> they made win. The but playoffs, the, Peng- though. 
Yeah, but they <laughs> suck. The Penguins win, but Penguins are in Pittsburgh, and you probably hate them. So I'm sorry, Philadelphia fans, for uh, your team have been uh, kind of crap lately. But that's going to wrap up this video. Thank you for watching, everyone. You got to promote your shit, man. Promote your I'm, mock draft. I'm going to. Okay. I thought you were going with the wrap-up. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. I'll sit here. God damn it. Sorry, guys. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Again, tell us down below if you think the draft lottery is rigged. If you do want to check out my mock draft now that the lottery is set. Sorry. You can check that out down. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's not down. It's not ready yet, but it should be up in about a day. So come back to here. Subscribe to the channel so you don't miss the, the video posting about it. If you do like this video, like it down below. If you love this video, subscribe to our channel. If you do want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at Most Valuable Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Schwarbo. You can follow Ricky on Twitter at Ricky Widmer. You can also follow us on Snapchat at Most Valuable Pod. There, we'll add you back, and you can look at our stories and posting behind the scene action there. You can find us on our Facebook as well i think that's mvp sports network mm -hmm. yep and then you could also check out our patreon page and if you are interested in supporting our patreon page go and check out patreon.com slash most valuable podcast there we do have an exclusive podcast that is only a dollar and if you are interested in that and you're interested in what we talk about behind the scenes and you do, can go check that out and support us in a different way we would really appreciate that if you did but if you don't it's not a big deal but anyways that's going to wrap up this video any final words from you ricky thanks for watching We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.